0: Hey, it's your girl, Brie. Hey, it's your girl, Tay. Welcome to Not Another Girl Talk. Clean, clean, clean.
1: <laughs> this
0: special episode, we have our first guest, my cousin, Jamie. Yay. Thank you. Welcome to the show.
2: Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Just okay. a little yeah. bit about you, who you are. Um, My name is, within family and lovingly, it's Jamie, um, but professionally I go by briefly Dion. I work for foster care for a city in Virginia, and I don't know, I just, be yeah, out here living. Yeah. Be out here living. That sounds good. That sounds good.
0: So we wanted to have you on today to talk about religion and spirituality. Um, I feel like it's a hot topic right now, and especially for our generation, me and Taylor. Um, so what is the name of your generation? <laughs> I consider I'm Gen X. i consider I'm definitely Gen mean, Z general
2: xi mean, i I'm definitely Gen Z. I
0: am a millennial.
2: But so am I, right?
1: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. 96 is the yes. last year of
2: millennials,
1: Gen. and then 97 it starts Gen Z. Okay, got
2: it. For her generation and the lower class of imaginary,
0: excuse
2: <laughs> I got it, got it, got it. Yes. Um,
0: spirituality is more, I don't know, a little higher right now, but religion, everybody's talking down on it. Um, and we're trying to find a level ground to stand on, um, but also redefining it for ourselves. And um, not in a way like we're trying to change the Bible or anything, but just as far as church. You're finding church. And- Exactly, and trying to get into it. So um, what are your thoughts on that and finding your way in religion and or spirituality?
2: So I think that um, people are looking for something that works mm-hmm. more so than they're looking for a way to define it as far as like spirituality or religion. Whenever Christianity, to which I'm a practicing Christian, is a, but I'm a, I'm a spiritually practicing Christian. Mm-hmm. And so, like, whenever somebody mentions or I mention that I'm a Christian, they automatically assume that I'm religious, which I do appreciate the religious aspect of it all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with spirituality, I guess defining anything outside of Christianity is defined as spirituality. Does it not still have like religious aspects of it all? Mm-hmm. Like, do you religiously need to light your candle? Do you religiously need to blow your sage? Mm-hmm. Do you religiously need to worship your, um, I guess, the, the God of your choice? Do you religiously need to meditate? So I think that religion is a practice of being is religious, right? And religiously goes to flowers and pollen. Mm-hmm. So those are religious practices, in my mind, I think anything that you repeat in order to reach your life source. So
0: that's good.
2: That's good. I
0: think um, in my mind, it's kind of the same. I think religion is the rules kind of put in place. Um, and sometimes they can be constricting or not um, necessarily attainable to all. And so that's when, at least for me, when I'm not doing those certain things or the way I have been kind of like raised to, I feel like I'm a bad Christian. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not talking to God in different ways, um, but it's just, it's very frustrating um, at times, but that's kind of where it comes in for me is being a little bit more on the spiritual side because as long as I feel that connection, um, nobody
2: else can really point a finger and say that I'm not a Christian, you know? Okay. Um, I think that a lot of people struggle with that I think anybody who kind of, like, steps into a relationship with God, right? Because God um, is holiness. Um, And I think it's somewhere in there, like, um, one of the prophets in the Bible, I think it was, like, Isaiah. and I I read this in a book, so I don't want to steal, like, Jackie Hill Perry's thoughts for somebody else. (laughs) Like, that's not not my intention. But... um, when the prophet went into relationship with God and this is somebody who I think it was Isaiah who like walks with God um, has conversations with God is on the earth spreading word and miracle and things like that but when he gets within this vision with God he automatically starts to point out his flaws mm-hmm. because when you get closer to God um, the light of God or that spiritual connection that you have with him you um, your spirituality your your spirit man can, or your soul can feel those, feel that holiness, yeah. I guess, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so it makes you want to bow down to the holiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, wanting to be a good Christian. But um, like, I think sanctification in my idea or beliefs is something that you have to allow the Holy Spirit to usher you in. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I, there was a point in time where I did a lot of well-intended Christian God things. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, I was reading the Bible, but I was stressing myself out because I wasn't, um, allowing my spirit to be filled with it. I was just like, okay, God, I just want to, you know, get this right. right. And, um, I think that because of that, I was trying to still control the narrative of what God can and cannot do. Right. I think a lot of times people are ready to like toss aside everything, you know. Um, the older I get, the more I put a lot of stuff down. Mm-hmm. It's not because like, I think I just hit a certain place in my life where it's just like, eh, it no longer serves me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do praise God for that. I've seen, I've seen people who, never go through that threshold of self-awareness and so i think that that is the power of the holy spirit and the growth of growing within the spirit um so i think that sometimes when people another thing is god god meets you where you are Mm -hmm. and when he meets you where he are where you are he immediately does start to use you so if you go into your crowds of people where you were and you're like "Um, um i don't I don't drink no more and I'm not going to the hoogaloo clubs with you guys anymore. And then you're already pushing those people away. And then five weeks later you smoke again and you drink again mm. and we're going to the hoogaloo clubs together. You are ineffective. Right. Um, when I first started Christianity, <laughs> right? Like a serious walk of Christianity. Yeah. I legit would like, I have a, a problem with alcohol, so I legit would like go to the club and I'd be drinking. But the spirit in me was like different. So like here's this Christian trying to develop. Really, I did. I did love the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like crap drunk, and I'm like going around telling people about Jesus, and I'm drunk. You know what I mean? And right. it just was just like you could see my soul and my spirit like fighting, fighting with one another. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? It makes that. so much sense. It definitely does. Uh, and then eventually it'll start to make sense why you have to let things go.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it, it gives not only having, the Bible says that like all things work for the good of those who love God, right? That's all things. Everything in your life collectively. Everything mm-hmm. negative, everything positive, everything collectively will start to work in a positive way for your life and for the kingdom of God. Right, So um, there are things that I have to know about my sinful behavior, mental health things that are connected to it, physical health things that are connected to it, um, social connections, relationship connections with family, mm-hmm. how it connects to it, yeah. future connections to it. So if I don't catch those lessons, you know, then it's it a that. mm-hmm.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, something that you said kind of, not struck a nerve, but definitely stuck with me in a good way. Um, and it was kind of, I don't know if you said it in this way, but this is the way it came out to me, um, as far as you kind of need religion at some point to get to and through spirituality, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that pattern of um, being devoted to him in whatever way that is. So what you were talking about just now is kind of like feeling your spirit and your soul kind of like fighting. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to be regimented in whatever way that is for you, whether it is literally just opening the Bible and you don't feel like you're getting necessarily what you need out of it or giving up something that, you know, isn't serving you. Um, it allows you to
2: get to that next level
0: and, and really connect with God deeper on a more personal level.
2: Right. So with that, I like to say, I like in God and as a relationship, right? Yeah. Um, for me, and this goes into the spiritual aspect of Christianity. Um, God loved me before I fell in love with Him, mm-hmm. and I really can like honestly say that. Um, there was a lot of, like, grace, a lot of mercy, a lot of things that went into it. And again, I was so blind as to what my behaviors were, the who, what, when, where, and why of my behaviors, right. that I couldn't really understand the gravity of God's love, mm-hmm. right? And so when I had my Holy Spirit moment, and my pastor calls it so salv- salvific, mm-hmm. like a salvation Southific mm-hmm. moment, right? I, like I might be saying it wrong. Um, look <laughs> it at that Google. <laughs> um, when I had that particular moment, my problems did not change, right. but the weight of them did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my heart turning to God in that way, I could literally see the stress of my problems coming off. I, I had a new way of, I still had to deal with them. It didn't go away. Um, But I still had a new heart towards like things like that. So as me and God like worked in that way, I wanted to read the Bible
0: Mm -hmm. daily.
2: You know what I mean? I I wanted to listen to the music. They call that zeal, kind of Mm -hmm. like in the beginning, right? I wanted to do all of those things in church because the lover of my soul was loving me. In a way that I at that time did not love myself. Right. And again, that to me goes to the spirituality. Thing. Then, when I religiously, and just like any other relationship, you're like, my feet stink. <laughs> I don't wanna read your stinky Bible. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm having a rough day. Right. I don't wanna do this. Can you just download it and we're fine? But I know that when I'm having rough times, I go back to those ABCs. I always go back to those ABCs because I know that that's where my cup is going to get poured. That's where that spirituality, that those religious activities are going to root into me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the word, again, is spiritual. The Bible mm-hmm. is a spiritual being it's in, within itself. It, it lives. Yeah. But anyways, when I'm doing those religious acts actions, then... I start to fill up and I feel stronger. And I feel the lover of my soul, and in, in this case, not my dad, but my lover. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Who is encouraging me and pushing me forward to 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 do these things. And as a woman, um, that's a really good feeling because there's a lot out here that, especially black women, um, where we need to be loved, right? Yeah. And so we will we will work hard for love. And so, um, going again to that spiritual aspect of it. And for me, it was all a spiritual feeling. When I walked in, he took the pressure off of me. Then he provided me grace and I didn't feel judged in God. Every day I started to feel more beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I started spending more time in his word. I started spending more time trying to make that spiritual connection stronger between me and I. Then the sanctification stuff started to come in and I wanted to change. Mm -hmm. Um, The book of Romans says, like, you know, first, and preachers look at it all the way they want, flip it in theology, but it says, um, we were a lover of sin. We had things in our lives that we didn't even know to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. But now that we're a slave to righteousness, and we look at these things, we're like, oh, yeah. Like, the other day, like, I love Waka Flopper, right? He <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm like listening to Walker, right? And I'm like, I got sometimes I'll like switch the words. So when he's like, I tell him, uh something about my lawyer for all the crazy things I did, because he gets him out of jail. So he's like, yeah, I'm coming back around. But then when they start like shooting people and killing people and stuff, I'm like, What is this? Right. right? And that that to me is a sanctification problem. Things have changed, whereas back in the day of like yeah, bop, bop, bop. And I would never kill a person. You know right. what I mean? Right? Right. right, right, right. But it was just kind of like, whoa, well, so you're not feeding the spirits. And I'm like, you know, but I'll listen to this part, you know, whatever. So it doesn't hit the same. It doesn't hit the same. Those mm-hmm. things start to change. So I think that sanctification process when you're reading your word and you start to get washed over, those things will happen. But that I haven't I've been on this road, like seriously on this road for like 10 years. And I just now popped in walk a flock and was like So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm the best judge, but it is a spiritual
0: thing. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, it in all of this you're kind of saying that they're related. Um mm-hmm. spirituality and religion rather than pitting them against
1: each other. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They need each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And was, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. Well I was almost gonna say that I feel like spirituality is, is is the step up from religion and that's gonna that's gonna bother some people but the reason why I say that is because I feel like when you first get into religion um you want to be a perfectionist you have this idea that you need to be this perfect person and there's nowhere in the bible where it ever says that you should be perfect in mm-hmm. fact we never can attain being perfect mm-hmm. and so like you get this whole fear behind you because you're like I do one thing wrong. I say one cuss word. Like I'll go listen to Waka Faka one day. And it's like, oh my God, it's over for me. Like God's going to send me straight to hell. And like, it's not like that. And like Bree said, you know, like religion's kind of the rules. It gives you your foundation. It gives you a starting point of where to start if you really just don't know how to do it. But then when you get your relationship, you can make it your own. it's like, it doesn't always have to be sermons on Sunday. Like I don't listen to sermons on Sunday most of the time. Um, Sunday actually is really my one day to rest so I usually listen to sermons on Monday or I listen to them on Tuesdays it has the same effect for me it works for me um, and it's on my time and I get to like have that specific time where I'm like okay in my mind this is religious practice but I'm doing it in my spiritual way and so it helps my relationship you know regardless so that perfectionism thing it's like you gotta watch the intent behind why you practice religion in the first place mm-hmm. because that's why religion becomes a weapon it's because it's like everyone wants to tell you like these are the rules and these are the rules and it's like well take the rules and do like what makes sense for you I mean don't go out here massacring people obviously <laughs> right. um you know get a little structure behind you if you don't know what the word says but like it's not as rigid I feel like as people try yeah. to make it but when you become spiritual I feel like you you get that. It's like, okay,
2: I understand. So for me, I was raised by in I was raised by my mom first and then my dad. Mm-hmm. Right? And my mom, I love her to death. Um, shout out to Barbara. Yes.
1: <laughs> she is charming. She's <laughs>
2: charming. Um, so my mom is a spiritual being. Um, she just is. Like I don't I don't have any other way for it. I'm not sure she would describe it. I can feel it that guess, way. About, yeah. True. But she's a spiritual being. So my experience with Christianity is actually very flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up like legit thinking that King David was my great, 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 great <laughs> granddad. Like me and Jesus, we related <laughs> by the blood, but not the kind of blood of the Gentile. Like I was offended when I found out I was a Gentile. Mm-hmm. Like, because so I was like, no, I'm not. That's not what my mom said, right? right? So this whole time, the connection, like I had the Bible, we had all these things, but as a youth from one to from one to seven, my number one thing that my mom always taught me and has worked for me is prayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, I didn't have my dad in my life at the time, and I really felt like it was important to have a dad, right? Mm-hmm. And so she didn't know what to do. Um, so she told me to pray for him, and he came. You know, these are these are the things that have happened in my life first. Mm-hmm. And and I learned the Lord's Prayer. I was taking communion. I knew what it meant. I am what Jesus bright and wine. You know, but then it wasn't until I got into a different part of my family when I went to go live with my dad and be on my dad's side where I learned the religious aspect of it, where mm-hmm. religiously I needed to be dipped in the water and things like that. And so I embraced that because I think that that is such a, a beautiful thing yeah but i do agree with you when it comes to is it a level up no i don't think so i think that they're equal Mm -hmm. i think this is something that god has always been trying to teach Mm -hmm. um remember when we were i was talking about leviticus Mm -hmm. and so there was a point in time where you know moses had to like pull the rows together and aaron and finally set the precept to start doing what they needed to do yeah and i love this story because it shows two sides. So they're going through the ceremony. First of all, like you said, no one is perfect. And I think that this is something that the the church lacks because um, we do not give room. I believe that the, the problem is 50-50. Mm-hmm. We do not give room for our leadership to, have, the leadership to mis- admit humanity, human, right. humanism.
1: No, I agree. We don't
2: allow them to be human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the beginning, when the law came about there were actual rituals that needed to be done or um in order to cleanse the priest or the the priest of their sin if they sinned they publicly did what they needed to do: chop up the goat burn it this part was here little blood on this thing and they kept it moving these were actual regular practices that they did and God put in place because he knows right okay so Moses pulls them all together and Aaron's sons Aaron, Aaron is Moses' brother, the Israelite. Okay. Um, and so there are, I think it's his brother, cousin or uncle. I think it's his brother. Oh. His brother, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so his sons go, and Moses is telling them what they need to do. They need to use a special fire. They need to use special incense. They need to do all of these things, and he's walking them mm-hmm. through the process. Aaron's sons because when you're looking at it the people who are becoming the priests and all those things to them that's celebrity life right right so as they're going along i'm not really quite sure how they got drunk so if they got drunk while they were like practicing things because they had to be drinking and going through the process but they decided on their own to just take a fire light some incense and kind of like be fancy with it mm-hmm. Gosh, no, you're dead. done you're dead done right there in front of the people And before Aaron could react, Moses was like, "Bro, this is what God meant when He said that I will be glorified regardless, right?" Mm -hmm. So basically, that also meant like, Aaron, don't you don't you cry, don't you yell, don't you show any emotion in this moment right now, because God did it, Mm -hmm. and if you show emotion in front of all of these people, then they will be also upset with God because. That will make them feel like you're upset with God, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going through the process. Moses got a strong face. I'm not sure how he does it. They literally take the bodies, pick them up, walk them right through the town, outside the town, drop them off. That's what they do, right? They Aaron is like going through the process, and at the end, because there's certain meats and things that the priest has to eat, and Aaron was like, Moses comes and finds him, and he's like, Yo, why didn't you eat? This meat, you're supposed to eat this meat, it's good, it's holy, it's a part of the sacrifice. And Aaron was like, look, I had a rough day.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and was like, I had a rough day. All this wild sons, they just dropped dead. I don't know what that even means at this point. Is right. it sin that my family has brought on? What is going on? So I was like, look, I'm not about to eat this because is it even pleasing with the way I'm feeling right now? The emotional stress for me to eat this. So to be acceptable for God, I was like, I don't think this is a good idea because my heart's not right. Mm-hmm. And Moses accepted that answer and because at that point, he was the one who was speaking for God and it was okay. And God said, God allowed that to be okay. Okay, because he was reading Moses's, I mean, Aaron's heart. Mm-hmm. He knew that he wasn't feeling like, if you're going to kill my kids, nigga me dream. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't right. like that. It was more like, bro, uh, I'm just this, this much. is much and I cannot do this so for right now I'm gonna I'm gonna put this this aside mm-hmm. and I'm gonna work on this with you right whereas the sons that's not what they were doing they were not trying to be acceptable to God they were not trying to work on the God's other hearts their hearts were all about showing off in front of the, the people mm-hmm. and God was like oh well okay well you want to you know be, be dope and be glorified through me. This is what it's gonna look like. You're gonna die because you are deliberately disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. Whereas this person is like, yo, I don't wanna disrespect you, but I am struggling. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between struggling with your sin, struggling with your issues, struggling with whatever, and still knowing that God is God and that whatever He's decided in that situation is best. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like, even though that's Old Testament. That just goes to show that God has been gauging the heart since the beginning of the law. Mm -hmm. And he's been working. It's always been a spiritual thing. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, No. No, I mean, you're a guest. I love that story. I love the way you break it down. I feel like every time I get something a little bit different from it or I'm reminded of something different from it, so...
2: But just think. Take it easy on yourself yeah. with this walk with God. I think it's good to ask your ask questions. I think it's good to read, and it's good to ask God. The, the The trick is what I think the enemy tries to do is to to take every your every thought, your every movement, your everything, and hold it against you. And God's really like, no, I just want to do it with you. Right. I'm gonna get you there. Yeah. You're gonna have to trust me and and know that I'm gonna get you there. And you're gonna mess up, and I'm gonna provide you that grace and mercy. <laughs> Right. You see what I'm saying, and then there's sometimes where the grace and mercy is going to be a strong arm. It's mm-hmm. going to hurt, and you're not going to like it. But I bet you, I'm not touching that pot again. It's hot. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. when the lesson. <laughs> it's <Right>. hot, <laughs> oh and it's it's interesting that you tell that story because I feel like it goes to that perfectionism thing. His mm-hmm. sons, like they were so focused on like what the status was going to give them and what it looked like to everybody on the outside. So like people that go to church every Sunday to judge you when you don't. It's like. They think they're better than you because they go to church every Sunday. My relationship with God can be just as strong as yours, even though we don't show up to church as many times, physically, whatever. you know, like mm-hmm. Maybe that's not where he speaks to me. We all have different ways that we learn, so why would we not have different ways that we experience him? Mm-hmm. And so like, I feel like for me, these days, sometimes it can be difficult to have Christian friends um, because I always feel like I have to have some type of guard with them. like a veil of like let me not say the wrong thing do the wrong thing because there's like judgment coming from that Mm -hmm. and like it circles back to like that intent that I was talking about it's like what are you doing it for like are you doing it because like it makes like somebody gave you the rules when you grew up and so ever since then it's like clockwork but is it having any impact on you is it having any impact on how you treat people because the same way I volunteered at a church concert, and those same people at the church concert were yelling and cussing and fussing at us as volunteers. It's like, um, are you Christian? And like, did God walk out the door? Like, what happened
2: here? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not feeling the Holy Spirit between you and I right
1: now. (laughs) But it's just, I mean, that's like a prime example of like people like, oh, because I went to a church concert. Like, I did something better than you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um... But she was in here fussing in the church. So it's just crazy. I don't
2: I don't have time to like, and this is just because I've been through so much. I've been through so much church hurt.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I have been through so much church hurt and Mm -hmm. I still really love church.
2: Mm -hmm. Because you know what? Like, it's a hospital. And I know that's really vague, but it's a hospital. Everybody's Mm -hmm. sick in there. Mm-hmm. And and mentally ill when we're looking at mentally ill sickness, which you know, we got spirituality, but if somebody is super spiritually ill, they may not even know that they're spiritually mm-hmm. ill. Right. Just like the mental ill mentally ill, like mm-hmm. um. But so at yeah. the end of the day, if they're still paying their tithes and making their whatever, all things work for the good of those who love God, which mm-hmm. means that I may not be able to tie five hundred dollars a month, but this very religious and, and spiritually sick person can and so i have space because of them so praise god (laughs) and i hope that he gets you there Mm -hmm. and i love Um, you
1: anyway and i'm going to pray for you
2: and i'm going to appreciate the the money or whatever it is that you you put down in there but i think that that's also again there are a lot of spaces that we'll still go into even though people are mean and they don't like us mm -hmm. like there are some very (laughs) there are some spaces where we will still rock with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one thing you said about like church. Um, I, I I personally believe that church is supremely necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many things that I guess I did have to work on alone and I was alienated and I'd rather go to a, the right church than the wrong church. Mm-hmm. But the more that I've, created bonds um and God grew my outside church like my family mm-hmm. like we're, we're churching right now. Mm-hmm. Um but then when I go into a building and I have my pastor who's pouring into me and I have activities and things that I can volunteer in and I have ways to connect with the community and then I got that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? My pastor, like we we have a small congregation, we need old people, but you know, at the end of the day, I feel like he has my back. Like, I do. I don't, I hardly know him. A lot of times I feel like his attention is from here to there. Mm-hmm. But I do think that if I needed somebody to speak up for me and be like, look, Brink, you're, you're, you're going down the wrong path. Look, Brent, you you might have had one too many. Look, Brink, you might want to take a look at this. Look, mm-hmm. Brent, I'm praying for you. You know what I'm saying? I think those things are important. I just right. think that community in spirituality is important. Yeah. Regardless of who sucks. Inside <laughs> of that space, because people do suck, and and I've seen people grow in those spaces, and I'm grateful for their growth. And I, you know, I try not to harbor because I've done so many hurtful and nasty things to people. Mm-hmm. I've done some very unforgivable things to people, and so at the end of the day, it just is what it is. And I've re- I've reaped what I sowed. It with with a little bit of lightness from God, but. I know you didn't curse somebody out at McDonald's or something. You may not have been to church, but you <laughs> <was there. laughs> And you cursed them. I was like, my burger is wicked dry. <laughs> and they're all like, I'm just trying to make a living, $5.95. You think you're better than me because you volunteered at the church? That's why.
1: No, that's real. I feel like people have to, like, so ironically, my word of the year last year was humility. Um, you talk about going through a lot I love of that. I love lessons that things that
2: you do. I love that letter, the the word of the year. I like
1: that a lot. I love it too. It's been a it's been a wonderful journey, but um, humility was hard. Um, last year was hard um, because when you ask for something like that, you're gonna get struck down in all areas, and so mm-hmm. the whole goal behind me um, having that as my word of the year was because I said, you know, God, I know you're about to bless me with a lot of things, and I want to remember to thank you when they happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Do what you got to do. He did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. He did what he had to do. You lost. He, awesome. he mm-hmm. lost. I mean, I lost everything. Um, mm-hmm. And all at once. And like everything that brought me comfort, everything that brought me structure. My type A just was thrown out the window, um, especially in the latter half of last year. Your just, type A? Okay. For sure. <laughs> yes.
0: Perfect. She's not, she's not the worst.
2: Yeah, <laughs> she
0: seems
2: so boho. Not boho. She's been around me. Enough. Yes. Oh,
1: okay. I, I've learned balance. Um so does not be a stick in the mud and all that. But <laughs> the thing is that, that was a very, it was a humbling year, but I carry that word and now like all my words carry to the next year. So the year before that, the word was obedience. So now to be obedient, during all this humility, it's like, Ooh, okay, this hurts. Oh, oh, this hurts too. Oh, I didn't really don't like it. Okay, um, but it, you're right. Like it, it does. Those are those times when I do have to remember. Like you learned humility for a reason. Don't forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, even on your best day, when you get, you know, the house of your dreams or the man of your dreams or whatever you're dreaming about, you know, don't forget who brought it to you, who got it to you, who worked through and saw all that ugly stuff mm-hmm. to get you to the point that you were at. So. It was, it was actually really nice to run into you at the
2: concert because, and I know I've said that, yeah. it's like, "Hey, is that Taylor. <laughs> Not only that, but like when I first met you, you know, you were, you know, you had your makeup on, you were dressed, and, you know, you looked like, and, mm-hmm. you know, you looked good, and you did, you looked good there too. But here here you are, you've got this volunteer outfit on, you look no older than 19. <laughs> and I know that you're a full-blown lawyer and like I know I keep throwing that up like oh you guys are lawyers and doctors But like to me that that type of commitment means a lot but the fact that you did humble yourself like that um and you were like there and I mean you don't wear like I'm a, um,
1: a or like whatever <laughs> I
2: think I've done it more since we sat down and talked about it than any other time um which is is interesting too, like that humility piece of you because I do find you to be like Taylor, <laughs> Just like Leo. it is what it is. What you can get, what you get. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like I, I see, I saw that. Like that was what God like pointed out to me in that moment. And I've kind of like been sitting around, kind of like thinking about it for the past couple of days. Like, out there, whole volunteering in front of the church, and I've seen people in your whatever they want to make sure that they get like the block seat Mm -hmm. they want to make sure that they're like out there and everything like that so i think you know finding that anchor right finding Mm -hmm. your balance of saying like i am dope because i volunteered, but at the same time saying like you know i'm in the space that i am to 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 do that Mm
1: -hmm. yeah that was good for me i because my saturday was full open and my sorority um was like we need people to volunteer for this event and i was like Do I really want to volunteer for this event? It's at five thirty at night on a Saturday, and I said you have literally no plans, yo. (laughs) Like you have nothing to do. Like there's no reason for you to like even try to fill up the space with anything besides like going to volunteer. Um, So I have gotten back in my community service bag because I um, that always grounds me. It it, it makes you like remember like the bigger picture. Like we are so small Mm -hmm. (laughs) compared to like the really big things that matter in this world, and like as simple as like a church concert is like they were like so grateful and they like everybody that walked past was like we're just so thankful that you're here mm-hmm. it was so hard to get volunteers like and it just warms your heart because it's like what if I didn't come I'd be one less person they'd be stressed out they'd be freaking out like all these little things that they had us doing and stuff and got me waving pamphlets at people's faces you know it's feet. I mean, just- totally yeah oh, no. man but it was it was worth it and I was just like you know what it's fine. It'll be all right. The people went back inside. They enjoyed the concert. And um, I got to go home with full heart to work out.
2: Yeah. I just, you know, <laughs> I just I look at people differently. Um and then when I do feel like I carry a sack of judgment around for others, and if God discern if I've discerned something where God shows me something that he doesn't like within somebody else, It's not my job to be nasty and hateful. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It's my job to be prayerful. Mm -hmm. It's my job to ask him to show me and to show them. It's for me to figure out how to to minister and have conversation with them so that they feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and then open the door for comfortable conversation that can be difficult to have. Um, I've had a lot of difficult conversations and I find that people invite the judgment. Mm -hmm. They invite the conversation People who are knowingly riding the wave of the wrong direction do really want somebody to compassionately talk to them about it. But if you're talking to me like dog meat, Mm -hmm. and you are treating me like dog meat, then dog meat is what you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So um, just because of my different experiences, I, I try so hard um to really just make myself available to just that you know mm-hmm. to just be able to do that
0: yeah i feel like everybody deserves
2: you know respect
0: um like you said before we're all humans mm-hmm. and so that is dropping i don't know but um <laughs> ty i'm sorry this <laughs> dropping thing every they day. all
2: belong to taylor <laughs>
0: probably nobody goes
2: Oh, but it's okay.
0: Um, that that thread that we're all human and deserve respect—I feel like goes a long way, especially when you're talking about religion and you're talking about God. Um, I think it it gets through to people when you can see them mm-hmm. um, in any capacity. Then they're going to hear whatever you have to say. Um, so I think that is important. Sure. Agree. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand
1: right now, Brie?